girls playing with toy guns, boys playing with baby dolls. That's the picture on the cover of a Swedish toy catalog just in time for Christmas. The company behind the catalog is Top Toy. That's the Swedish franchise for Toys R Us. The catalog is the latest move in Sweden to create a culture of gender neutrality. Natalie Rothschild is a freelance journalist based in Stockholm, Sweden, and she's been writing about the issue of gender neutrality. So, Natalie, you pick up the catalog. What do you and other Swedes see when when you open it up? Well, Top Toys uh, company this year have decided to switch things around for the Swedish edition of the catalog. So we have girls playing with guns. We have boys playing hairdresser. Now, you said that this particular catalog is attempting to be gender neutral. Does Sweden have a set of regulations that guide advertising? There's no law that advertising has to be gender neutral, but there is a body called the Advertising Ombudsman, which people can file complaints with if they find that an ad is insulting or offensive. And what happened with this company that's put out the gender neutral toy catalog for Christmas They ran an ad, television ad, that received two complaints, actually. But just after those two complaints, they had to stop running the ad because they upheld the complaints. Uh, And it's not a particularly offensive ad. It's for um, uh, toy uh, tattoos. And it shows boys having their their arms tattooed with these football images. And then a voiceover says, we also have Disney tattoos, cars for the boys and princesses for the girls. And a couple of people apparently felt it was offensive enough to file complaints with the ombudsman and they upheld those complaints. Who gets worked up about this kind of stuff? I mean, it doesn't sound like it's a groundswell. What's behind it? No, I think it comes from academic sections of society. There's media commentators, some feminists. Uh, perhaps it's also the kind of next stage of a queer culture debate has kind of gone a stage further in Sweden than it might have in other countries. Where else do you see it in Swedish society? Well, it's particularly affecting children because it's affecting education. We have preschools in Stockholm where uh, the teachers, they don't refer to their gender. They will refer to them by their first names or as buddies. Um, They won't say he, she, he is late for school. They'll say our buddy is late for school, for instance. We had the Swedish Bowling Association. They decided to merge male and female tournaments uh, in the name of gender neutrality. We have a new uh, pronoun in Sweden, which is an alternative to he and she. Which is uh, is hen, H-E-N. Which is hen. Yeah, exactly. Pronounced like the bird uh, in English. For instance, I I just read an article about the person who complained about the advertisement, the author of the article did not know the gender of the person who complained, so wrote hen instead of han, he or hon, she. Now, since you've been writing about this, Natalie, I wonder what your own take on this is as you watch this movement unfold. My own take on this is that I feel it goes too far when it's directed at children because children don't relate to gender relations and gender identity in the way that adults do. And you're uh, changing education to become something that is not just about learning subjects, because every subject gets reinterpreted within the frame of, of gender neutrality. Natalie Rothschild talking about the movement toward creating a culture of gender neutrality in Sweden. Nice to speak with you. Thank you.